Sharks podcast where we dive deep into our potential. And I'm your host, G.A. Dumas. Got a special guest. It's been a minute, but I got a special guest. My guy, CEO, founder, co-founder, Project Optimism. They're making big moves. My boy, Armani. What's up, brother? Long overdue. Long Way overdue. overdue, man. Man, so without further ado, man, like, let's get right into it, man. Armani, what's up, man? What's what are you doing? Tell, tell us about Project Optimism, man. Y'all doing some really dope things, man. Every every space I'm in recently, man, when I talk nonprofit and just like you action and like people that's really doing work, your name gets brought up first. Thank you, bro. So, yeah. Shout out to V because me and you already <sighs> talked and we already said we was on yeah. next. So, shout out to V. We're going to play VC, V okay. hey, Clark the GOAT. Clark the GOAT, man. For real, for real. <laughs> Connector, but me and him was already connected and we just missed each other. So, mm-hmm. timing is everything and this is the time, right? Yeah. But can I start off by just telling you about the day? Because I told you when I walked in here, I was like, I'm glad I'm just sitting down right now. Like, for mm-hmm. real. And the reason why I say I want to talk to you about the day is because we started off with um, one of our team meetings. And so I had our staff, our Sacramento staff, we have a, a black and blue squad meeting. And um, the agenda was supposed to go one way, but we caught the vibe and we allowed for them to just express themselves mm-hmm. about what they're doing with the young people, about how they're engaging with the parents, about how they're showing up for themselves uh, in their regular life. And even the idea of them activating themselves for a program because we work with kids that are really, really needing positive energy mm-hmm. they need they, they need the mentorship they need the leadership they need the examples right and so um we had the the whole room at one point was crying and, and really being able to just process the fact that like dang what we do every day is a privilege yeah because the development of these young people and working with these families only make us better yeah so i, I jokingly say it with young people all the time i said you make i, I said i selfishly do this work and they'd be like what I said, because you make me a better person. You make me a better man. And a lot of our staff, young professionals, college students, a lot of them go to Sac State or the city colleges. They're seeing that like, oh, shoot, I came here because I wanted to make a difference. But they're realizing like, dang, this is just as important to me, maybe even more important to me because I'm developing these young people as well as myself in this space. And so it went from that to the fact that we had this um, this group they call AES Impact uh, come to do a site visit because mm-hmm. we're a finalist for their grant. Let me tell y'all, uh, they left, they got done with meeting us, meeting our staff, catching energy. We did a circle where we got to talk about who we are, how we show up, our PO power words, which is words of affirmation, and why PO was so important. It went from Hey, we're going to grant you the money on the spot. We're telling you this is what we're going to give you. And they say, you know what? It's the first time we ever did this. We're going to double it. Damn. And so, like, it's not even just that I'm tired from the day. I'm tired of the blessing. Like, I'm yeah, just like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to process. Like, I'm yeah. just not processing. By talking to you today, thank you. Because I'm going to be a chance to be able to process all the things that's been happening, bro. And so, let me answer your question finally. Uh, Project Optimism. Hmm. Congrats. Uh, I'm, man, so Project Optimism is a community-based nonprofit. We started in Sacramento, and we've recently expanded to uh, Southern California, mainly Long Beach. Our specialties, our niches is youth development from all the way from K all the way to college level, actually, because we hire a whole bunch of college um, uh, students, and we're always trying to cultivate what that looks like for them to be successful. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even just say we stop at 12th grade. We're developing them all the way up into college. 
and giving them jobs and, and being able to, to help them on a trajectory of where they want to go. If they want to be teachers, counselors, or if they just want this for a season, we're mm-hmm. going to make sure we create that space because we want them to be civically engaged. We want them to think about their legacy as they keep climbing because they're going to do amazing things. Uh, so I would say our mentorship programs, our leadership development programs is our bread and butter. The youth is going, always going to be at the center of our approach. Uh, we're big on supporting their families, their schools, and their communities so we could truly have a holistic approach to make sure that they're good. So it's, that's the bread and butter of mentorship programs. Uh, we do a lot of community service. Um, we always figure out ways to do day of services, identifying needs in the community, and just being that change that we want to see. Yeah. Uh, shout out to you being left-handed too. I'm left-handed too. <laughs> nah, the left-handers, man, it's just something about us. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't worry about it, right? Is y'all tight too? <laughs> um, hey, let, let us have our moment. Yeah. But um, so I have the the we have the mentorship programming. We have the community service, and then I was alluding to it earlier before we turned the cameras on and press record that I built a skill set before Project Optimism where I was doing event coordinating mm-hmm. and a lot of promotions, club yeah. events, and all the thing concerts had the city on fire. We like to say, uh, but it was good times, right? But it wasn't a calling. It was more so a time for me to build up a skill that I was able to take the Project Optimism. Mm. So the last thing before the pandemic really hit, uh, we called it PI, Events for a Cause. And all it really was was we create fun-filled environments that people like to go to already. And we have a cause behind it. We raise money for it. So people are already going to go to these things. And they're like, oh, and I get to get back? Oh, count me in. So we've yeah. done uh, festivals. We've done uh, theater events. We've done galas. Like, you name it, we, we've really done it. So... Man, and then last but not least, we do a lot of consulting, especially equity, equity consulting, working with these school sites, working with people that are trying to have better practices with people like mm-hmm. us, black and brown, and uh, people that might be experiencing uh, things that's not natural, and we're just trying to figure out ways to support uh, through our expertise and our lived experience. So I know that was a lot, but that's, no, that's dude, those, those that are the areas. That's what's up, brother. I mean, first and foremost, man, congratulations on today. That's yeah. dope, man. And that's just today, bro. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm sure there's plenty more, but I'm just glad that yeah. you was able to bring some of that energy over this way. So yeah, not easy. Yeah, but man, like I think one of the main things that I really want to talk about from what you just alluded to really yes, is sir. is purpose. Like that's purpose. something that like over the last maybe six seven months I've really focused on like being guided by purpose Let's go. and 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 like. Right now, I'm reading. I'm listening to this book, uh, "The Way to the Superior Man." I seen and that. I seen that. I had to show some love on the man, ground. Man, like I, that's that's the Nipsey Hussle uh, uh, special. He definitely uh, referenced that book. Man, that book, that book, man. I, I haven't stopped listening to it, and mm. it talks about just how, you know, like so. It's a few things that you said that made me think about that book. It's like that book talks about is as you evolve as to your superior self, like you have to walk into purpose, and it's yeah. like you talk about how. You was doing your thing, doing events, and then you, you know, enjoying and making your money, and you realize, like, this ain't my calling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that was you evolving into that next phase. 100%. And it's like, I can already feel that you you in you in your zone, you're in your purpose. So, like, talk to me about, like, your, how you how you fell into your purpose. Like, was it something that clicked at, at one night? Or I like, got, I'm going to tell you straight I up. I want to know. Yeah. But I will say, like, just because you're a hooper, you're making me think, like, yeah, like, I'm in that Steph Curry hot zone, bro. You yeah. seen him at that All Star game when he yeah. was not missing. I'm talking about shooting and walking away and look at yeah, you see oh, him. He's in a different so zone. so. I do feel that way, bro. I feel like I'm walking. I say it all the time: walking in purpose, on purpose. Mm, like, I like that. That's key, though. Walking in purpose, on purpose, and the reason why is because you can make a choice. You can see your purpose and run from it. Mm-hmm. 
But when you walk in it and you stand on it, great things happen. Not just for you, but for other people. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the residuals that I'm seeing now yeah. in full circle. But to answer your question, let's go back to it. So came back from Fresno State, um, started going to the city colleges, got it introduced to promoting, and I was making good money to the point where I was like, oh, this is what it is? Okay, yeah. let's get to it, right? How can we make sure this is something that is sustainable? As I kept flowing, I realized it wasn't sustainable because I would have a great month, okay month, and a terrible month when it come down to the financial gain that promotions can bring, right? And so I'm like, okay, while I'm going to school and I'm doing promotions, if I can just get a day job to complement this, I'm going to be straight because then I have a consistent income on top of the promotions. Not knowing that my next job that I was just looking for was going to be the calling on my life, y'all. I was just applying for jobs. And so my next job was working with foster youth. I ended up work, working at the Children's Receiving Home of Sacramento, and it changed my life. So, like, people that's hearing it audibly, on audio, they're not seeing that this shift happened, but it, it happened, y'all. And yeah. I felt it. And it was immediate. Like, it was like, oh, God, okay. This is what you want me to do? Yeah. It's, it, 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 I can't put words to it to this day. I can, I can say something, but yeah. I still want to do it justice. It's a feeling. Yeah. And so I worked at a, a temporary foster care agency for four and a half years. Worked at a counseling agency for two and a half years. We started Project Optimism during that time at, while I was at the counseling agency. But one of my goals was I wanted to work for the school district. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's so dope how stuff works. And never, ever try to, if you get a no, that just wasn't for you. That wasn't your blessing. Don't worry about that. So I ended up getting a no my first time trying to go to the school district. My second opportunity was not just for one school. It was for the whole school district uh, that I was working at in Sacramento. San Juan to be exact, 65 schools. Mm-hmm. So I went from one school to being able to support 65. Yeah. And you know what I did, bro. <laughs> Killed it. Yeah. Because I was already walking in. I already knew what I was in yeah. it. Even, I even had somebody give me some feedback about my interview, and it was like, you were too confident. And I was like, I'm, it wasn't because I'm not telling people, and even with Project Optimism, we're not telling people what we want to do. We're telling them what we're doing already and how they can be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So that's a different kind of energy if somebody's yeah. not kind of comfortable within themselves, to be honest. Yeah. And so with that being said, did great work working within the school districts and working with all these different schools. Everything I learned in the school districts, I took it to Project Optimism. Everything I was doing with Project Optimism, I was taking to the school districts, and it was a it was a powerful machine. Man. And so um, I took a leap of faith. Uh, 2019, before the pandemic, I ain't gonna lie. The pan- if I didn't know the pandemic was gonna hit, I might have not took the leap, right? Because it got crazy, <laughs> right? But I always say I thank God that I took that leap because it makes it a better story. Mm-hmm. That I took a leap, doubled down. Sold my nice car. I had the Challenger stick shift going crazy. I heard a Mustang flying by. I was like, man, I would have smoked him. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but had the, the the nice little apartment, comfortable, like doing my thing, right? But I'm like, this is my purpose, though. So I'm willing to give it up all, everything I needed to do. So I got uncomfortable at 30 years old, bro. Man. At 30 years old, I ended up moving in with family, cut all my bills because I'm like, I want to sacrifice for Project Optimism, and I believe in it that much. And I don't know... For me, when I talk to people about their purposes, like how much are you willing to sacrifice? Yeah, yeah. And that's that's for real. And so what I would say is me taking that leap of faith, the pandemic hit, um, we were able to do some work. I was able to sustain myself while I was living with family. But what I will say is the pandemic, to be honest, low key blew us up. 
Because yeah. virtual platforms allow for us to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. We was able to be literally all over the world. Um, we didn't do a lot of stuff all over the world. But the statewide, we was doing stuff from New York all the way to L.A., to the Bay Area, X, Y, and Z, because we had the virtual platform. And we was able to reach so many people. So when we started getting out of the pandemic, they were like, the first people we about to give an opportunity to is Project Optimism. Mm-hmm. So we went from, like, one to two schools to now we're at 12 schools, bro. Yeah, man, that's... Like, that's crazy. like for real, um, went from like a few staff, support staff, kind of like contract with some people to help me on the side, to now we got 25 people on our staff, mm-hmm. on our payroll from Sacramento to L.A. Me and my co-founder was like, whoa, you know? And uh, to, to, to close it out, what I would say is one of my best favorite moments, bro, is calling my co-founder, I call a brother, and I was like, he, he worked at the university in Long Beach, and he, uh, I got to call him and say, hey, bro, how much do you make there because it's time? Because whatever you're making right there, I can we, we can cover that and some because it's time for us to do this full time. Mm-hmm. And so he took that leap with me, but I can see that being hard for him because he's on a trajectory to be a professor. He got other, he got a wife, they about to have kids, you know. So yeah, yeah. so being able to stay down the way I was able to do to make those sacrifices, look at the residuals. If I want to take that leap, what would we be right now? Yeah, no, man, that's that's deep, man. So I said a lot, but bro, this is real. No, you said, I'm, and this and this is is gems and all of it. And I got so so many different things I can touch on from that. So like before COVID, you said you guys took off during COVID, right? Because the online platform. Yeah. Now that means you guys had to be like prepared for that. Like where you guys you would think. How did you guys prepare for that? Or you just kind of like... Learn, learn by doing? Absolutely. But what I would say is we got a budget that allowed for it. We have so much support already. Mm-hmm. And we have so many areas like Sac State. We have great relationships with the Los Rios College. We have good relationships with. And we're really heavy on hiring young people, college students, young professionals on their journey. So we already had access to those people. What it was was we didn't have the funding to sustain them. Mm-hmm. And now we got the funding. So it's game time because I'm an entrepreneur. By that's just who I am. Social, yeah. I say social impact entrepreneur. So therefore, I'm always going to try to make sure my people eat. Yeah. And so now that we give a chance for them to eat while they're going to school and making themselves better, this mm-hmm. is a no brainer. So yeah. that's that was always the thing. I still would have people that would absolutely do this stuff for free, but it wasn't sustainable to ask for them for all their time when I wasn't able to compensate them. And now we're able to. And so uh, I would say that. We got into this work because we were passionate about the work. But don't get it twisted. It is a business. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about doing 1099s, doing, making yeah. sure people get their documents. Right. It's, it's a real, real business. And so I would say we learn really fast, but also we're, we're not scared to ask for help. Yeah. That's what we're asking these young people to do. We're asking for them to ask for help, to speak to a mentor, to feel comfortable with us. So we got to model what that looks like. Man, that's real. That's real. You got to walk, but you talk. That's Absolutely. that's real. So, all right, you like you gave us all the information on like you know Project Optimism, you know how it works, how you know what's going on with that. But like, I want to tap in more of you know Armani. Like, yeah. I would say you know what makes you go, but I, yeah. I can I know I know the answer to that, but like. What 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 are things that you do to make sure that you can sustain your energy, your influence, and your just overall vibe? Like, do, are you into affirmations, reading? Absolutely. Like, what's your routines? Absolutely. I would say, well, when you first said that, um, the first, I'm going to make sure I answer in the, the details of it. But it, I would be remiss if I didn't show you what time it is. Bro, I've been proud with this hand right here. So, I just got married. Congratulations. To my best friend 
amazing, amazing woman. Uh, Mariah used to be Davis, now easily. <laughs> and what I would say to that, y'all, is I thought I was just going to be community man mm-hmm. and be an uncle, you know, looking out for my nieces and nephews and focus on the community because I felt like that area of my life, even though I was willing to get to a point where I was like, first of all, I was done with it after a while. I got to like my like 29, 28, and it's like, this ain't it. But I already created habits in that area where it just wasn't it wasn't flowing for me. And I wasn't going to settle. I wasn't going to play with nobody. So I would always be like, this is what it is, and this is how I'm moving. And a lot of people respected that, right? But full circle, I just didn't think that that area of my life was even open. But God was like, huh. I got something for you and me not even looking for this relationship um, hung out with her once and it was game over. I was like, oh, okay, it's, there's more. <laughs> and so um, I thought Project Optimism was like a for sure thing, but I've never been so sure. This is one of the easiest buttons wow. I ever push when it come down to knowing like, yes, obviously we waited, but we've been knowing each other for, for I think a year and three months. But I got to tell y'all, like, I knew, like, first month, mm-hmm. I'm about to marry her. Never been like that before. If if people know me, people that's going to hear this podcast, that wasn't me at all. I ain't yeah. never been like that. Yeah. And so, um, I think me, it's a, the ways of the superior man, me working on myself allowed for me to see her, right? And so, when I think about legacy, it's not just project optimism. It's not just easily done in company with my consultant and, and the investment properties that we're doing and all this just different stuff. What I'm building with this woman is three times better than what I ever have built or what I ever even imagined. And that's because we can be small-minded if we want to, but when you serve something higher than you, you realize that your guesses and wishes ain't nothing on what he has for you. And so I want to make sure that I'm, I'm pushing that narrative because mm-hmm. I could have robbed myself of that if I kept on creating a habit, if I kept on perpetuating in, um, the habits that I was creating early ages, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I got to fight through to this day to make sure I'm being honest with myself. But I have a partner that understand that, that we talk about everything. We don't, we don't miss a beat. We, we lean into those conversations. Uh, premarital counseling, like, we're we not playing with none of this just because yeah. we understand that it ain't a premarital counselor anymore because we're married, but we still got that counselor because we look forward to those conversations. Yeah. How can yeah. we grow? And I'm like, dang, I thought I knew myself a little bit. Now that I'm with this woman, I'm realizing I got a lot of areas in growth, right, but I'm right, leaning right. forward every time. I want yeah. it. And so um, that's why I think that like it's a no-brainer, but also to answer your question, one of my true balances is the fact that I'm actually thinking about myself finally. And that's the legacy I'm building with this woman. Uh, and I can see it. I can actually see it. And that's a trip right now, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, shout out to Mariah. <laughs> she hear this, she's going to be juiced. She's going to be smiling like one of the beautiful smiles I've ever seen, bro. Yeah, man, that's dope, dog. Look. But I did want to answer your other questions when it comes down. Affirmations, absolutely. We call them PO power words for Project Optimism, but we're big on I am statements, I will statements. We don't even play. If somebody say, I might do something, we make sure they, they change that. Um, but like, it's a lot of that self-development, the books, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not too much a reader. So I heard you say audio books. I'm audio books in a lot yeah. of ways. Cause mm-hmm. I'm always on the go, but I, I enjoy good content. I enjoy good conversation. So mm-hmm. I surround myself around people that really are thinkers mm-hmm. and I make sure that I'm sitting around people that can elevate me, my peers and people that I can pour into. That is the 33, 33, 33 that I live by to have that balance. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, bro. I think it's always just trying to figure out ways to better myself because me bettering myself is going to help others. 
and also to be able to tell my story because others are going through those same things and how can I hold space for them? So I'll be honest, I'm realizing I still have areas that I can do better with self-care, mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard because literally what I do, I love mm-hmm. and it feeds me. But you still need to make time to uh, do other things mm-hmm. for sure. But those are the things that kind of came to my, my, my mind and my heart. And I try to travel. I try to travel a little bit more. I try to make sure I get out and see more. Because if I'm going to tell these young people about getting out, I got to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's real, man. I, I appreciate the vulnerability, man. So I'm, I'm not playing with you. No, nah, you can't. You yeah, can't, bro. And I, and, I, and I appreciate it, no, dog. Because like, I respect you, bro. I really I do. And, and I haven't got to see a lot of you. But when people speak about you, um, it's like it's been two other people that spoke about you. And they spoke like... Like I, I must know him already. Like, like on some frequent, frequent. Yeah. I can't even get my words out. Help me out. Frequency. Frequency type of stuff. Like, we connected. No, for sure. And so, like, I'm like, okay, it's no, it's it's inevitable. How can I help him? How can no. I support him? You know. So this, this, just know that I got your back, bro. I appreciate you. you no, know, funny story, man. I promise you. You know, I, 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 I had thought about you know getting into the nonprofit space years ago, and I always told myself like. Because the book Limitless kind of really, you know, Jim Quick talk about how to learn better and I was how to not to be a product of your environment. And for me, being from Kansas City, Missouri, the crime rate, murder rate is bad. So, yeah. like, I always feel, a, 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 I guess, a responsibility to, to do something for my community. I mean, you know, as, as an athlete, you know, growing up, like, I always thought I was going to be the middle ticket. Mm-hmm. So, I always saw myself, you know, going to the league and then feeding like always, like doing something that's gonna help people. So I always kind of carried that yeah. that burden. Obviously, my hoop career didn't pan out like I wanted to, but I still always showed that thought. And I remember, like, like I said, getting into getting into when I thought about getting into the nonprofit space it would have been later in life. And then some months ago, something just hit me like, no, start planting the seeds, Absolutely. right? And then I started like asking questions, like, man, I wonder who's doing what. And I had the thought of the name, and then this chick was like, yo, Alma, oh, and she was no, like, no yo, there's a dude. Armani, he's doing something. He's doing Project Optimism. He's dope. You should, I was like, where? I need to meet him ASAP. Like, yeah. give me his information. That's love. And then it was just crazy because, like, every which way I went, everybody's like, you know, you need to connect with him. And it was just like, that time we had a phone conference, I'm like, yo, like, I feel like I know this dude. Like, yeah, this is our first time meeting face-to-face, but it's like, this whole time I feel like this is this is my God. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? So people talk about it like, yo, same, no, that's my God. Like, yeah. we ain't met, but same, it's, same, same it's, thing. It's, it's, it's love. Like, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you Receive. now. Yeah. Let me ask you. So, like, obviously you were an athlete, so I know a lot of just your, your fuel is that athlete mentality. I'll say I learned a lot from athlete. He was the athlete, people. I want to make sure <laughs> I said it. he was the athlete. I was on the team, and I learned a lot of skills with being in sports. But I wasn't a guy like you. I won't even. I, I won't even. My partners are here just to start getting weak. No, for sure. I played on the team. Sure. I learned a lot. Scored a few touchdowns. Did a little something, something. But yeah, now yeah, I don't even yeah. play with it, bro. I just want to make sure I bust right. myself out. But go ahead. That's and talk funny. About it. I'm still gonna answer it. <laughs> I respect that. I'm not gonna play with it. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna play with it. The thing is, I like with who? I swear I don't play with me. I, I got IQ. Is he I, 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 yeah. I know. I'm, I'm a, so look in life. I'm a facilitator, bro. I set people up, alleys, whatever, whatever. And I'm also understanding the game of, like, I'm cutting, I'm slashing at the right time. Yeah. Also, like, the OG game where I'm going to just rock you to sleep, but I'm going to look faster than what I really am because I'm moving in slow motion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know spacing. So, 
sarcastically, I can play, I can hold my own, but what I'm not going to do is talk like I'm on your level. So that's what we're not going <laughs> to do. Watched. But you know I love the game. No, for sure, man. Shout so, out to LeBron. That's my cousin. No, LeBron, that's the, that's the GOAT. And that's funny. That's, <laughs> why, that's why you said left hand is funny. I tell people, like, yo, I'm left-handed, but I was a, ba- a right-hand basketball player. I'm like, who else is like that? They're like, who? I'm like, LeBron. <laughs> and, and <laughs> but, <laughs> I, don't, I can't, I'm not going to do this, but I write with my left, but in sports, I'm with my right. Same so, here. So, yeah, bro, yeah. we that's brothers, funny. man. Yeah, we brothers for sure. Yeah. So, like, are you like you always was like this with your pops? Like, how was it? How was this passed down to you? This this whole aura and just this this energy you got. Dang. So another part of this long day, I swear things work how it's supposed to work. So my granny has um, my dad's uh, Corvette. One of his he has, she has multiple of his cars, but Corvette is one of them. And uh, my dad was uh, murdered a month before I was born. Oh, wow. For real, for real. So, like, when I say, like, I get to learn through other people and also people just telling me to just look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and the way you act, the way you are, the way you know everybody, the way you network, the way you love on people, the way you put people on, that's how he was. It might have been in a street lane, but you are your dad. So, like, they always say a spirit just jumped into my body. So, like, it's a real moment when I bring up that Corvette because... I asked my granny, convinced her, whatever it took. I said, I don't care if I got to pay this and this and this. I want to drive my dad's Corvette on my wedding day. And she hung up, thought about it, tried to tell me no again. And she finally called back and said, if this means this much to you, I'll let you do it. And so I'm currently getting it fixed right now. But y'all got to understand, like, that spirit that he has, the fact that he died so young, and I get a chance to be a second chance at life, I hold that dearly. Yeah. Because he needed Project Optimism. Wow. Wow. Project Limitless. Yeah. He needed people like us to hold space with him to show him that it's other lanes, it's other opportunities. And coming from Richmond, you don't get that. And when you think about success and when you think about what success looks like in the streets, it's ball, pimping, or drug dealing. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it doesn't mean that you don't own up to your mistakes and X, Y, and Z, but he died at 23, 22 years old, y'all. Man. Can you imagine? Yeah. And I'm talking about he was living like the fast life. I'm going to show y'all pictures when we get a chance, but he was doing it. Multiple houses, multiple cars, living a life very, very fast. But like for me, it's important that I tell his story so they can know that if he had a Project Optimism, if he had the chance to channel all those skills to be where he's to, to do what I'm doing right now, he would have did it. Mm-hmm. If he'd have had more time to be like, you know what, I can't, I gotta move differently, maybe he would have been able to do the same thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I can always romanticize of what my dad could be, right? Yeah. And so sometimes I and I'm I'm getting off task, but I will say that I more so feel bad for people that have fathers on this earth and they're not taking care of their business. I get to like be Disney Channel with it. You know, mm-hmm. like, this what could have been, but it's people on this earth that, you know, are not being able to build with their with their father. So I pray for them, and I send them good vibes and healing energy just because, um, yeah, that's special. So to go back to it, it's definitely my dad. I have his spirit. When it come down to moms, my moms is a beast. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know. We just was talking this morning because uh, of an award I got at Sac State that I didn't even graduate from, y'all. That's a whole other story. I tell you, yeah. That was this week. So I'm telling you, this whole week's been crazy. But um, but she was talking about, like, dang, she could have stayed 
and what she was going through, she had to go get some help, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my dad was murdered. And if she wouldn't have pulled through from that and got us out of Richmond, because we kept on working our way out of Richmond from Richmond to Vallejo to Fairfield to finally Sacramento, uh, you wouldn't. it wouldn't be no harmony. It wouldn't be no Project Optimism, easily done, super mentor, passionate community leader, entrepreneur that want to do these things. So it's important that we go after our goals because it only unlocks it for other people. Mm-hmm. And so my mom had her moment with hearing me speak at that uh, ceremony at Sac State to understand that she did a really, really good thing by just doing what she needed to do. Yeah. Uh, so I would say my mom, uh, my dad, and these youth. I'm yeah. going to definitely end it with... And now my wife now, shout out to her yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But I'll say these youth because they're resilient. Y'all got to understand, when I first fell in love with this work, I was working at a foster care agency. When I say that's the most resilient people in my life that I've ever experienced, it's them. Mm-hmm. So if they keep going, I have no choice. Yeah. And I just heard this from uh, Steve Harvey, man. I've been telling everybody, but if we're in this space right now with each other right now, that means you got a 100% track record. Because, I mean, you you here, you with me right now. So, therefore, whatever you went through, you got through it because you're with mm-hmm. me right now. Yeah. And so, when he said that, I'm like, yeah, that's what time it is. Mm-hmm. Endless, limitless. Limitless, You baby. see what I'm doing? Yeah. And so, I would just say, bro, like, I'm, I'm walking in a place where now I'm just having fun. I always think of, like, God, like, painting a canvas. And you don't know what the heck it's going to look like, but you know it's going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then when you start seeing the details and what's about to come out, you be like, that's even three times better than what I thought. And I think that's how I'm living. Mm-hmm. Is I'm like, I'm just walking in it. I understand that, like, I don't always know what it, I don't always have to know what it looks like. But I know that if he's putting it on my heart, if I'm operating in purpose with, with uh, principles and standing on it, then I, I, I won't fall too, I won't go too far from the truth from where I need to go. Yeah. And so, yeah, the youth. And then and my staff, too, because they're young. I still, they're kind of youth, too, but. But yeah, I would I would go there, man. I I can't lose with all those people that I'm I'm naming right now. No, for sure, bro. I appreciate. That. But nah, man. I know it's about me. You you trying to play me? What about you? What for you? <laughs> you might have already said this already on man, your podcast, but honestly, what's for you? it's crazy because there's so many different similarities and just the way we move. But man, just like I said earlier, just having that shoulder and that burden I thought I had, you yeah. know, on me. Nah, as I get far that. as being the middle ticket, you know, having young kids and just you know, my pops. You know, did his thing in life, and he's still, you know, striving to take what he's doing Respect. and taking it to the highest level. That's and right. that's kind of my pops. He's always next level. He called me yesterday. Son, I was just thinking, you know, it's time to take it to the next level. He's Let's always, go. every six months, pops will hit me with, like, yo, I got this idea. Let's take this thing to the next level. So, like, we constantly, you know, me and my pops, we just got this thing where we just, you know, he's pushing it. I'm pushing it. Yep. We're feeding off each other. I you know what it. I mean? Now, so that's beautiful. I think just, you know, just, man, like, living in California, when I moved back to California, man, I told my, because I always wanted to come back. We was out here from 05 to 08, so mm-hmm. from sixth grade to sophomore year, and I always wanted to move back, because I'm like, it's way, my ceiling is way higher in yeah, California, yeah, yeah. and gotcha. since I've been back, man, I haven't, I'm like, I'm not taking this for granted, like, I'm yeah. not about to come out here and play around. The energy you know, on it is different. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to just do something and settle, like, nah, if I'm here, like, it's too many people on the other side, outside of California, that yeah. wish they had this opportunity. That part, you know what I'm you. saying. So I owe it to everybody that that needs that would love this opportunity. Would die, would give an arm and a leg. I used to coach kids a couple years ago AAU before COVID. I'm like, yo, y'all kids don't know. These kids in 
DC and Texas, everywhere, like they would give their lives. Yeah. They're getting a foot to be in your position. So Man. for me, it's about seizing opportunity and then trying to be the best version of myself. I think yeah. another thing is my hoop career didn't go as far as I wanted it to. So this is my opportunity, like a second life to be like, yo, I know I could have done things different. I could have been more disciplined, could have put in more work. I'm not, that's not going to be what I'm going to say at the end of this journey. Mm, you know what I'm saying? And let's go. That's kind of like, that's where I'm at with it, bro. Did you learn from it? Because that's that's really the metrics, yeah. bro. If you learn from it, it it's, it's only few. It's only going to make you better. So I love to hear that, bro. Yeah, for Just, sure. I'm bro. not this chapter right here. This chapter, Ooh. yeah. This chapter I can see it in your eyes, bro. I'm, I'm, bro. I'm excited for it's you. It's different. And it's cool just being able to like, you know, tap into to, to some of my people back home and just speak life into them. You know, I yep. got my little brother. He just moved out here in January. I'm getting him up to speed. I got relationships I've been able to connect it with. I got one of my best friends from Kansas City. He's out here staring. Just, I'm just trying to... Oh, you putting people I'm on. trying to pour into as many people as possible. What, you play point guard? I used to play point, yeah. Clearly. Yeah, man. So, but, man, I know we got into a whole lot, and... Man, you the, like you, you the man of the people, man. I just want to, like, what's next? Like, obviously, y'all got a lot, a lot of momentum, a lot going on in such a short time. Yeah. Like, what's next? I think our goal is just to take care of home. It's, it's, it's really about sustainability and systems. Mm-hmm. When we talk about legacy, where you can't have it stand on people. You have to have it stand on different platforms and, and, and systems that allow for it to grow and breathe on its own. Mm-hmm. Where you can put anybody, anybody that you, you, you put name on there that qualify for the job and they have the passion that you put them in there. And it's not mm-hmm. dependent on Armani no more or yeah. Ishmael Pruder anymore or whoever, Janine Cruz. Like, for me, like, that's true legacy work and that's self list work as in if I am like man I want it to just be about me and it's going to be about me Project Optimism won't last mm-hmm. the goal mm-hmm. is for us to figure out ways systems different components that's going to allow for it to breathe and anybody can plug in based on uh, whatever we need at the time so it's, it's systems making sure we're fine tuning our programs what are the young people telling us what do they really need yeah. we're not we're going to update that resume every single time because what we think is good now might be different you know a few years from now so even with just being creative with our board of directors, like we already said, once we get to a good flow, that we want to have a youth on our board. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we want to, we want to shake up things. We want to make yeah. sure that we keep it, keep it. That's where the creativity comes from yeah. is the youth. And, and if you can even tap into your own youth, that's where that's where the core, where where you said like my ceiling is high. Yeah. That's when you really tap into that youth. And so I would say, yeah, definitely sustainability when it come down to that. But honestly, bro, like. I made my passion my paycheck, but to your point, it's so much more. Yeah. So, like, I even want to get to a point where I can not even take a salary from uh, Project Optimism so I can be able to go just look at all my portfolio of properties, different investments, fish trucking companies, and live off that and just be able to give my, hey, this, this salary, I want this to go back to more program and hire more people. Like, I have ambitious goals like that because mm-hmm. I know I would do this for free. It's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that I'm able. I put myself in position. We put ourselves in position to be able to be compensated for it. But I love this, bro. Yeah. So if I can get to that point where my portfolio is so rich, so wealthy, and I don't have to worry about money, I'm doing this all day. Let's travel. Let's hey, Let's take the mic. Let's take everything we have in here. Let's go to Ghana. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm on. Like we're gonna we're gonna travel, see the world, but let's have some type of social redeemable cause while we're doing it. So yeah. uh, I'll be honest that entrepreneur in me, I'm just trying to fuel that up uh, for the different endeavors, where I can so I can get old and gray and still be that old man and still trying to get back to the young people in, in my community, bro. So. Um, 
That's what's but I'll be honest, I, I, I can see an early retirement. It's just yeah. I won't be retiring, but I'll be, be in a position to retire. More, yeah, you'll be doing more service. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. I love it, bro. So my last question to you, obviously the platform is Swimming with the Sharks. Which and, is dope, by the way. And I feel like the reason why I wanted you to come bless it because I would consider now, obviously the word shark, people think of like the, somebody who's just out here taking stuff off people's plate. I know what you mean. And I would consider you a shark in your field. So, like, to me or to you, tell me, what do you think? Like, what does swimming with the sharks mean to you when you hear that? I think that, I think it's a responsibility when I hear it. Like, it's a responsibility for us to be able to know our position and really, really leverage it. And so, uh, swimming with the sharks, for me, uh... I, I don't know, for some reason, I'm thinking, like, it can't be easy. Like, when I be seeing yeah. it on TV, it's a little nerve-wracking. Like, I'm, oh, what's about to happen? But for me, it's just more so being able to navigate spaces that wasn't created for us, bro. I'm thinking about the edge. Like, some of the people I work with uh, or have to work with, I don't know if they necessarily want to see us win. I don't know if they even want the young people that they're teaching or, or they're working with want to win. But the idea is I'm going to navigate them. You know how swiftly a shark can be? Navigate them and get to the common goal. Like, for the people, for for my people, for y'all, you know. So I would just think that, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I I just feel like it's a it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's it's it's, it's good company because it's people that are hungry. It's people that's gonna do whatever it takes to make a difference. Um, they gonna figure out a way when there's no way. Um, man, shoot, I don't know. I'm just in the gyms, man. That's uh, good. That's good. It's, it's a it's a lot of stuff that comes yeah. with it, bro. But I, I appreciate I appreciate the flowers, bro. I really do. Um, and your energy, like, I give it right back to you. And we always talking about what we striving to be. We already it. Mm-hmm. All the rest of the stuff is just, it's just stuff there that kind of, kind of reminds you, but we already it. And for us to know that is a scary thing. So take care of yourself. Look, look both ways because you know yourself. That's a dangerous man. For sure, man. Listen, bro, I appreciate And one, you. man. <laughs> shout out to Mariah. Hey, shout out hey, to Mariah. We not gonna end it without a shot. Yeah, shout nah, she's she's a blessing, and she she, man, yeah. You see, I'm smiling, man. Nah, that, dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to rub some of that energy off on. Oh me, yeah, man. bro. <laughs> hey, the thing is, they be checking for my boy. He gonna act like they not, but they checking for my boy out here, man. <laughs> hey, for real, y'all better get it right, cause my boy is is a G. <laughs> yeah, well, brother, man, I appreciate you for blessing the podcast. Absolutely, for bro. sure, man. Yeah, and y'all know we'll see y'all at the top. Oh, and up? I will drop all my boys, you know, where you can follow Project Optimism and, and, and get right and, and donate and be involved and, you know, support the cause.